Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, it's so funny because while we were warming up there, Keely said that she watched this after the dentist office and somehow dentist's offices, dentist offices have become part of the lore of this podcast. Or <laughs> I feel like dentist offices... I've come up a lot. Beth was talking about one the other day. My childhood best friend was on the other day. And that's when I learned that that is how Emily and I met. Like, somehow it's part of the lore. The dentist. <laughs> yes. A, so, a dentist Christmas. Yeah. So that's. Dental <laughs> Christmas. Accidental. Why has nobody oh. done that? Oh, my God. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth and, yeah. a, and a good movie to watch. Yes. <laughs> well, you're out of luck tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm ready to get started. So, can I get a theme song? <laughs> yeah. Oh, welcome to Nameless Best Friends. I'm Paige. I'm Beth. And who's that? I'm Keely. Oh, welcome. <laughs> And it was Keely when she's at home. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, okay. So we have Keely on today, and we have her on because she actually has a song in a Hallmark movie, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, when you texted me that, that was like the, the craziest text I've ever received in my life, I feel like. I just felt like my um, shout out Derek at Primary Wave, my publisher, but he, like he was like, hey, I think I have this hallmark thing are you down and i was like oh my god i have to text page immediately because i've been following all of your one minute hallmark movies and i yes. showed him your your instagram too and he was like oh my god you ha- what is happening this is amazing so yeah it's, uh, it's a delight to be here thank you oh of course well, she doesn't just have a song in a hallmark movie she has a song in this hallmark movie exactly exactly That's the point oh my god yes in our Christmas mural, which is what this movie is. And I'm not going to worry about spoilers. It's the best part of this movie. <laughs> so, yes. her, Keely's, Keely, you're Dressage. That's your musician yeah. name. Yes. And yeah. you're an amazing musician. And uh, 
Richie, who's been who's my boyfriend and who has been on the show before, uh, directed one of that was the first time I met. Was that the first time I met you, or was that? Yeah, just so, yeah I think so. Oh, he directed. Oh, I remember your, that. Yeah, he By directed the pool? that house. Yeah. The pool? Oh my god. Yeah, the, Fiona, cool. the Fiona, the Fiona inspired so set. Yeah, you were just like, oh, I've never really done like art department directing, but here, let me just make everything perfect. And I was like, <laughs> who is this girl? <laughs> yeah, I did set design for a music video. That was the first time I'd done that. And it was yeah. really cool. It was the first time I met you and worked with you. And then that was uh, Richie was directing your music video. Mm-hmm. And I was obsessed with that song. And I still have that song constantly stuck in my head. And that was Dancing on My Grave. And I'm obsessed with that song. And I will uh. like it because it's oh, amazing song and yeah so everybody should check that out but yes this is a christmas song and this is a christmas movie and this is not dressage this is not (laughs) (laughs) beth can you tell us about this movie can you is it possible because i don't know (laughs) neither i nor the official hallmark description can (laughs) but i'll read you what they said a woman returns home to help with her family's christmas carnival Wait a minute, that's the wrong one. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it doesn't that's, even that's right. matter. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Olivia, a single mom, returns home for Christmas. Her mom secretly enters her into a mural contest. She wins, but partners with teacher Will to create a Christmas masterpiece. She wins, but partners with teacher Will to create a Christmas masterpiece. And there we are. That's it. That's all it says. <laughs> wow. I don't know why, but doesn't that doesn't quite feel right, but. And she wins and partners with. (laughs) Who cares? It was a bad movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. My other title is It's a Bad, 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 Bad Movie. (laughs) Roasting them. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I did not like this movie. What about you guys? Did you come up with? Any kind of alternate title, something perhaps more intriguing? I all I came up with was a tale of Christmas consent. <laughs> because <laughs> all this was was just like meddling mom and just like all she just didn't want yeah. anything to be happening. And then everybody just kept doing things she didn't want. And she just kept being like, no, please. And everyone was just like, ah, it's for your best. <laughs> yeah, you just want it. Yeah, you'll like it in the end, which is just like Ooh, not yeah. what anybody wants. No, just like, yeah, a Christmas boundary is what you want. <laughs> yeah. I have a couple that I came up with. Let's oh, hear please. It. All right. Mistletoe green. Okay. Oh, perfect. Color. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is really dumb, but paint me in coach. Oh, Ooh. love it. And then I decided that the teen sequel of this in like five years would mm-hmm. be You're Not My Real Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Because I feel like this kid is a little too willing to be like, wow, great. My dad's dead, but it's all good. And I feel like that's going to change. Yeah. Yeah. For now. For now. For now, he's Totally. Yeah. That feels right. This movie was so draining. Yeah. I also watched it this morning because I was waiting. Because it came out Thanksgiving weekend. And I don't know if you know. First of all, I don't think we mentioned this is your first time watching a Hallmark movie. Yes. I guess we do watch it. This is your first time watching a Hallmark movie and that's oh. crazy. I know. Isn't that funny? I grew well, up like, <laughs> I grew up without TV. Like I literally grew up in the woods alone with what? my parents and we had, we had like not like it was, I might as well have like lived in a yurt or something, but like, <laughs> yeah, no, didn't have any like TV or anything like that. So there was really no traditions around like watching Christmas things on TV, which I know like Hallmark hasn't been making these movies mm-hmm. since I was born, but um, 
yeah, I just never, I've never even had the Hallmark Channel. So, are you missing until a lot last of, night? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you missing a lot of like the other things that people are like, oh my God, you haven't seen Elf a thousand times and things I like that? I have seen Elf. I, well, actually, I don't know if I've seen all of it. I know it's weird. I, I had like, oh, it's funny to, to me that I like literally make music for media and I grew up with this like black hole absence of media growing up mm-hmm. because I just like, yeah, my parents are just like, oh, TV. And I'm like, yeah, but like it pays my bills, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I have I have that a lot. of. I mean, you know, obviously Beth and I both write books for a living and that's that is media as well, but it's different. But like, I grew up consuming a lot of old media yeah. and I, Beth didn't, I was only allowed to watch like the Disney channel and old, like I watched a lot of older stuff. Yeah. I didn't watch Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network and I didn't watch a lot of stuff, anything that annoyed my parents, I didn't watch. And a lot of people are like, what? I can't believe you haven't seen this or I can't, you haven't seen that or whatever. And I'm just like, and to this day, I think it's annoying too. So I'm just like, yeah, no, I don't, I didn't watch a Ren and, Ren and Stimpy. Oh I didn't God. watch a a Dexter's laboratory. Like, I don't know. I, I never watched any of this stuff and I'm fine with it. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> well, we tried to avoid, I think like really violent cartoons and, and really messy s- s- slime humor and stuff like that. You know, like I don't, I never got the Nickelodeon thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I'm not saying that, that Disney or, or any, you know, plopping a kid in front of any media is, you know, ideal. But I did want to stimulate your imagination and not just, you know. Yeah. I mean, we did like the, the you know, it was the golden age of like Disney VHSs. So like, yeah, that's- I was all about that. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and- but yeah, no, I, this is my first Hallmark movie and <laughs> it's it not repre- close yeah. to my last, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> I feel, you know, you, you sent some uh, suggestions. So I think maybe I'll give a, a good one that you guys have agreed is a good one, a chance and see what happens. Well, the yeah. reason that we do the Hallmark podcast is not represented in this movie no. whatsoever, <laughs> even because like we like watching movies that are bad. This even that is not represented right. in this movie because this movie is just boring. Like boring. It's not, even that is not like this is not even like fun bad. It's just I know dull. I, I feel like it should have been worse and I would have enjoyed it more. But it was exactly. like this weird line of like oatmeal were oatmeal bad <laughs> like it was yeah. just like the color oatmeal <laughs> yeah. exactly it's grayish yes Ugh. okay so this movie starts off with her it's just a labor it's a labor to even begin it I just know. is the intro just montage ra- what are I'm we just doing there i would just rather talk about all the things we didn't see than continue to talk about all the movies we didn't watch <laughs> yep yeah i tried to get out of this one and Paige said we made a commitment to do every one of the countdown to Christmas. And I'm like, but nobody probably finished this one except I us. I know. But like, like every single time I was just like, well, first of all, I want to talk to Keely. I want to have Keely on. For, like, <laughs> that's one of the reasons. And even up to last night is like, <laughs> even up to last night when we tried to watch it on Philo and it wasn't available, she's like, well, well, I guess we can't watch. And I was like, you know, damn well, there's a way we can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god okay anyway so this movie starts off with her working i don't even know where she does she work in a gallery is that just what her job is no she's just miscellaneously working in an art gallery yeah, it's like a young artist's collective curation job mm-hmm. and she's making okay. bad jackson pollock art and uh, so uh, bad i went to art school i i was a painting major and you know, we we talk a lot on this podcast about like what it is to be in the job or have the expertise that you're watching. 
And I'm not saying I'm like a super gifted painter, but I have experience in that field. And it's really hard to watch because (laughs) there's just nothing worse than watching some, especially because Jackson Pollock, like the reason that he was an interesting painter was because nobody was doing that in the years he was doing it. Like now it's just like watching somebody throw paint at a canvas is like just not interesting. Yeah, with like a COVID glove. It's just (laughs) what are we doing? Like it kept... It kept like focusing on her dipping her glove into the paint. And I was just like, this is, I don't like this. It feels ominous. Illness. I know. Oh, it was gross. And then she goes home after, like, but she's then she's told by her boss, he's so confusing. He's like, look, you're great. You're the best person we have here, but we have to fire people. She's like, I'm so I'm fired. And he's like, no, no, you have a job for now. It's like the roller coaster of emotions he sends her on. But I wanted to warn you just in case. And then it's like, well, do you know we're not? I mean, like, <laughs> is she losing her job or not? And then it seems to be like, yeah, it's going to be in four and a half years. I mean, like, so, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like so not immediate. It's so, oh, they, they, they gave us a, a, a an attempt at suspense for a second and then immediately took it away by mm-hmm. saying, well, I don't know, maybe and just in case and not yet. You know, like, so, <laughs> bleh. I hated this movie so very much. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. I know. And then she goes home and then she's like, well, I thought while I was home. she Oh, she has a child. She has yeah. a, a, a child. She goes and- home. Is this the <laughs> – they're blurring now. Is home New Hampshire – I don't know. Uh, I feel like she just does. That, kind that of home like it is. is just a few hours away from. Yes, it's like five hours from New York. Yeah. She says Wellington. it's five hours. From- oh yes, yes. okay, it is. It's Vermont. It, I mean, uh, it's New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw it hours ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> near hours ago. <laughs> Go on, Paige. <laughs> Take us a little and, further. Uh, in this so she goes non-plot. home and with her child, and she's like. Yeah, I think that I've got like she's, I've got crazy painter's block. Even though we literally start with a pic, like we start with a scene of her painting, and then she's like, I'm "Well, thinking- to be fair, as you said, it was derivative." So yeah, it was derivative and awful. Yeah. And she, as she says, it's rage a rage painting. And she's like, "I'm thinking that I'll try to paint while I'm home." And then while she's out, she's like, "No, I don't think I'm gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna do the mural contest," which is like. Why wouldn't you try to do the mural contest if you're gonna if you're trying to paint? Okay, well, I guess you don't want to have pressure on you. Fine. And then she goes out to try and get paint. And then she's saying that she's super particular about her colors because this guy is buying all the mistletoe oh. green, which is why Keely came up with the title mistletoe green. My and God. and you really are like, wow, this guy is such a dick. Cause you're like, wow, he's like gonna try and use this color to paint his entry. Yeah. yeah. And then you okay. understand why he's yeah. It's a nice well, we thing. do, but wait a minute, because I have I want to give my impressions here and see if I was right before the the oh, at I least one expert. Right. <laughs> I bet you're right. I don't know if this is a real brand of paint, but whatever it is, it looked like cheap paint. It looked like acrylic paint. Yes. Uh, so okay, that was my impression about that. And then the other thing was, even once we find out that he's buying all ten tubes for it's the exact amount he needs, bull <laughs> honky shit. Is you know, it's like. Come on, man! Just be, be, uh, give her one. They'll probably <laughs> yeah. get more in before you're finished. This is you're yeah. an asshole, and that was an asshole move he made on a stranger. And so I don't care what he does in the rest of the movie. <laughs> this is a guy who's an asshole to strangers. And uh-huh. finally, my thought was, if you were using real paint because you were a real mm-hmm. artist, and we know none of those things are true, yes. wouldn't you be taking the basics and making your own the green that you want? 
Correct. Okay, so of course that is my note. Because again, from my perspective as a painter, you're not buying different shades of green. Like there are certain colors that you buy different shades of blue that are very specific. Like Jack named his band like his his musician name is Thalo, and that's based on the fact that you need Thalo blue to use. To, that's a specific kind of blue that I use that you need that has a sh- certain kind of blue. But like, you don't need mistletoe green. <laughs> well, and you and don't. you don't no matter what I'm the because store. no, yeah, unless you're doing a cartoon of a shamrock. <laughs> well, no, she specifically said she didn't want shamrock green. Oh, but geez. no, like Payne's gray is Payne's gray, and you need Payne's gray. Titanium white is different from like like that. Those are true things, but that's not once you're getting into mistletoe green, like that's just different. But I had a huge problem with the fact that this was predicated on what a serious painter she is, but also the fact that she needed a mistletoe green. I was just like, and then he was like, magic happens when you use this yellow and this blue. And it's like, oh my God. I I mean, and I got, I know that you can't just like be too hard on these movies for this, but like still, I was just like, you can't put such a spotlight on this thing if you don't want me to think you're being stupid like this is no and yeah I totally agree with you about me like this was such a stupid meat hate because it was just like yes any guy who it's like uh, watching a guy tip badly like you know Mm -hmm. this about this guy inherently then where you're like okay well I I now know about this guy's inherent soul that he's a guy who's rude to strangers yes because that's how he's willing to treat this person it doesn't matter who he is once I get to know him because this is how he treated me when he didn't know me like that was definitely what I thought you know that was definitely my impression I don't want to know this guy at all yeah for sure He's a dick and he just doesn't he he's not treating her nicely at all. And so then he genuinely doesn't even like oh, I'm just kidding and then give her one. No, he really bye and then leaves. Yeah. And then she doesn't get what she needs and then she goes back home and then you know she's talking to her parents about how she really doesn't want to do the Christmas mural contest and then next thing she knows her art from the guest room has been submitted as her piece in the Christmas mural contest. And she she finds out because she goes, I guess it's the whole town goes again. Shirley Jackson's the lottery comes to mind. (laughs) The whole town goes to see who's going to win the mural contest. And she's been entered that day without her consent. And Mm -hmm. everybody else in it, including Will, sucks so hard that they're like, you know, this showed up 15 minutes ago. But we're this is we're going with this one. Yeah. Yeah. Some lady is saying it's her daughter's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, yeah. It looks like Norman Rockwell, but it was yeah. not fair. It was I don't I doubt the rules of this, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, these people are not artists, so there's there's a lot of ugh, there's yeah. a lot of lies in this movie already. But Will gets <laughs> runner up. But what I thought was so funny was like if you are if your work is chosen, then you get to make the mural. But like this is an unpaid gig. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, his like, prize oh, was like go. Wasn't his prize a gift certificate yes. for like aisle 15 of the hardware yeah. store? They're like, so cool. like spend two weeks and just like paint something on the side of this building. Bye. <laughs> like, what? This yeah. is coming from three people who work in creative industries who are yeah. not doing shit on spec anymore, really. So no. I, don't, nope. I don't think that <laughs> nope. Nope. we're too jaded to, to like be like, yeah, I'm going to paint the side of a building for free. Hell no. Yeah, no. It's funny. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. So her mom is meddling with her and she's just like, yeah. And then he shows up at the brick wall and he comes to just taunt her and establish that in case we hadn't noticed they're rivals now. He literally is like, I guess that makes us rivals. Yeah. Which is like an unbelievable thing to say. And then at home, 
she's talking to her mom and she's like, I never met someone who can bounce between being sweet and obnoxious so gracefully. And I was like, when the fuck was he sweet? He was just rude. Or graceful in any way. Yeah, he's just an asshole. Yeah. He's just mean to her. He's disrespectful and he was unrelentingly so. It makes no sense to me. And then her mom is like, oh, well. And this is something that happens in the other movie, The Christmas with a Kiss, where it's just like, everyone's just like, oh, he's kind of rude. Well, means he I likes don't know. You. Sparks fly. <laughs> Pigtails in the ink. I think he likes you. He's being mean to you. Mm, it's 1902. <sighs> like, yeah. what? Yep. Oh, my God. It's awful. It's and awful. That's, and then we're reminded that there's a child when she takes him to the elementary school. Right. Mm-hmm. And that also, was, when that when that kid first appears, he's like holding this little this like little silver thing that apparently was his uh, dead dad's thing. I don't know. It was like a little toy or something. But I kept being like, "Is he holding a weapon? Like, what is this?" <laughs> oh my god! Like, made it more sharp. Yeah, just like he's got this like killer star or something. I don't know. I was yeah, like a ninja star. Yeah, I was like, "It's happening." But Check yeah. off star. Why exactly. does the dead parent always have such an impractical, you know, special talisman? It's like, oh, it's my father's favorite shoebox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why? It's never, well, except for the the one movie that had the necklace from Claire's. Yeah. You know, it, but, but, Keely, you missed that one. But that was special because it was her grandmother's necklace that her mother gave her for Christmas the year before she died. Oh. <laughs> because things only happen on Christmas. <laughs> And apparently, sentimental uh, gestures make you die. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It's bad luck. Don't be giving stuff out that means things. Yeah, that's die. the lesson here. Oh, my God. Don't create heirlooms. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, are we finished? So, then, yeah, she drops her child off, and that was – I had forgotten that the child existed at this point, but then – Wait, uh, did, did did I miss something? Did they decide to move to town? Like, why is she – No, no, she's this is what's so weird. She's okay. just there Yeah, so why is she dropping her kid no, off? No, I of know. It? Well, this uh, is what's so weird. So, she drops the child off at elementary school. Mm-hmm. When she drops the child off at elementary school and then discovers that Will is a teacher – Will is the boy, the boy that she's having the meat hate with over and over again – He's like, it's like, oh, he's a teacher and he comes over and is continuing to be obnoxious and tease her relentlessly, like, which is like, to me, I don't know, I'm just over snarky flirting where I'm just like, can you just be nice to me? Yeah. I know you, like, Keely, you and I have talked about this, where it's like, I feel like we're just like, I just want people to be nice to me. I don't want, like, I'm kind of over mean joking, like, (laughs) like, just nice. nice. But also her, her best friend was a teacher there, I think, too, like best friend from growing up. So I, I feel like what they were doing was like, oh, your kid's having a hard time fitting in in his Williamsburg school because his dad died and he's sad now. Let's bring him to our elementary school in New Hampshire that's still in session. And then that's yeah. how that happened. But it's like, why? Why okay. can't he just hang out with grandma and grandpa? Exactly. Yeah. Well, so that was exactly my impression, but I thought Throw I must have wolves. missed something. Throw him to more wolves. Let's yeah. like let's let's show him. 800 other kids he doesn't know and doesn't fit in with and give him no opportunity to blend. Like there's – because yeah. when she does drop him off, he – she like Will comes over and is doing snark, snarky flirting and then he says, well, I'm here for another hour and then it, and then I'm and then I'm off. So it's an hour from school being released and then in the next scene, he says he's off for winter break. So <laughs> she brought him in for one hour of school. <laughs> Well, she just had to s- squeeze a little bit of trauma in for the kid. Oh my you God. know how, how fun it is to go to a new school. 
Yeah. And of course, to quote Martin Crane, you know how kind kids can be. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. So, so why not, you know, introduce an adolescent child to a whole bunch of mean kids? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, famously welcoming children. <laughs> Um, and then when he does, I mean, so much of this, so much of this festive film takes place in an alley. Mm. But yeah, so when he shows up in the alley where she's doing doing the mural, that's when he says, "I noticed that your kid's kind of fucked up." <laughs> I'm an artist. I'm an art therapist, by the way. Uh. Have you considered doing art therapy with him? And she's like, "Yes, I have actually," which was just dumb writing. Just have her be like. I haven't. Why Why have her have already considered that? Exactly. It serves nothing to have her have already gone down that avenue. Why? Yeah. yeah. So Hi. have you considered it? Well, no, I haven't. Yeah. Maybe you can yeah, you know, tell me send him it. to therapy with a mean it. stranger. Yeah. <laughs> then he's just like, yeah, well, I thought I'd do some free labor for you and offer to do art therapy. And then she's like, well, no, but I thought you'd maybe do some free labor for me and work on the mural. And he's like, I'd love to because I lost and I would and I my I was really hoping for my big break to work on the alley mural. Yeah. So then she's deciding on two awful designs. <laughs> then she thinks she should combine them. And then they have an art therapy session where the Will and the kid bond over dead dad stuff because, of course, he has a dead dad because there is always just a cornucopia of dead parents. Yeah, it's just it's enough. It's no, just, yeah, and- the Rainbow Bridge has nothing on the <laughs> the parent, the dead parents in Hallmark movies. Oh my god, yeah, it's like the Dia de los Muertos bridge in Co- Coco. It's just busy. It's just oh yeah, constantly busy. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, it's just it. But the thing is, this whole movie is just like it's just con- it's it. Everybody has open trauma wounds. Like they like they're almost kissing because of their trauma. The kid is just like connecting with Will because he's sad about his dad. Like no one's okay. Mm-hmm. No. And it's only happening because they're sad. It's not happening because everyone's healed and ready. Yeah. Like agreed. It's really it's really upsetting. And then the, Olivia, is that her name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> and she goes home and she makes art we don't see at first because I as I wrote, it's probably ghastly. And she gets the Norman Rockwell. Oh, Hallmark's not shy about showing bad art. No, but then we do see it. And I took a picture of it. And it is. And then she gets the Norman Rockwell idea. And that's what I was just thinking. Like, look, like, again, in my experience, if you are painting like Jackson Pollock, you don't usually have Norman Rockwell in you. Like, Mm -hmm. you're not really both. Yeah. Like, but uh, and then... And then I have so few notes on this movie. I know this <laughs> like is going to be short. Done. I'm like almost done. I've never. Yeah. This is the shortest episode of my life. And then, yeah, and and like this, but I don't know. This is just. It's just not a mystery why this kid is connecting with Will. Like everybody is just like, like the mom is just like, wow, oh, it's really amazing how much the child is taken to Will. It's like no, it isn't. Yeah. You know, like he lost his dad. And now there's this guy who's like putting him on his shoulders and like <laughs> ruffling his hair. And he's like playing catch in the front. yard. Yeah. Yep. Like it's not a shock. Uh, no. I mean, yes, it is still because the guy was creepy. He gave off creepy vibes because he was so presumptuous. He was presumptuous with everybody. You know, even if you are a person who has a smart aleck humor, you don't just go around assuming that everybody's going to get you. 
Yeah. Like, that's how you really, really offend strangers. Yeah. Which he offended me. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even know how to like really go on from here except to say that they they kind of they kind of work on the painting and like you were indicating, you know, the the parents in the town like kind of want them to get together, I guess, because they're, you know, the only two single people left that no one would have in that town or something. I don't well, know. And the, There's par- nothing- and the parents are super bored because they're retired. Re- they're retired. Yeah. 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 But there I was mean, no I'm- reason to believe that these two people would be good together. There's no reason to think, oh, so you met Will, did you? I mean, like, yeah, I guess arguably they're both artists or, or maybe less arguably they both think they're artists. Well, he, I don't know. I don't remember the guy's name who's like the community center guy. Oh, he's who, so funny. He always has to get back to town hall. I did, yes. <laughs> Every comment, he's like, oh, I got to get back to town hall. I should be at town hall. I'm like, I know. Oh, yeah, I can't what remember his job? name either. Yeah, maybe I wrote it down. I because he had the hots so. for somebody else. Because at first I was her like. Friend, her friend, her nameless best friend. Yes, her nameless best friend. Exactly right. But because, I was like, at first I'm like, he's taking on the role of hero. I but know, I know I Hallmark, so I know he's not, you know. Yeah, he was too down to earth and cool. He actually was like my favorite character because he was, he was, he was like so collected and cool and like had his life together and was so competent. Yeah. I was like kind of loving that guy. He was just like, he was, he was just really had a, had a, a finger on the pulse of the community. <laughs> he, like, yeah, yeah. he was running bingo. He mm-hmm. was running the art stuff. He was like getting money together for everything. I've like, there's never been a character like that in one of these movies who was just like, yeah, I'm getting funding together for this, for that. I'm trying to like. <laughs> like so if they had either given Will him Will's lines and let him be the only guy in the hero yeah, or, or vice guys. versa, you know, then it would have either way there would have been marginally more charm, though. I did like him that that got that actor, his his charisma kind of leapt off the screen and. I I had a, a more, I was more challenged to feel charm from from either the the uh, of the protagonists in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, I don't know why they dressed him like a mall cop though. Like their his costume was like <laughs> he didn't they didn't dress him like a civilian. Like they had him in that little jacket. It was just like he's in a uniform the entire yeah. time. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, I don't think I've seen her before. Um so she reminded me a little bit physically of Rachel Dratch, so I kept <laughs> Expecting her to be funny and then being disappointed, and him—the nameless best friend, or the no, no, Olivia. Olivia. Oh, I she reminded me she of Julianne like Moore. Oh, oh, <laughs> I thought she looked like Adele. Wow, Rachel Dratch, Adele, and Julianne Moore couldn't be more different. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of see it though. Um, no, not the nameless best friend. I, I've already forgotten what she looked like, but um, but no. So I, I, I don't know. I thought that that. Um, he has fooled me. He's played a prince in a royal Christmas or a royal movie anyway on Hallmark before. Um, but he was also, he's another one from The Good Witch. And I, I didn't love his character on that either. So maybe I just, uh, I don't like the the role he played before. And then this one was also charmless because I, I, I really, I remember being shocked that he was in a, that, oh, that's him. So I, I, I don't think it's the actor. I think that it's the writing again. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, he he was. I was. I wasn't rooting for them. I I wasn't even rooting for the kid. You know, like even the kid <laughs> didn't like have any real heartstrings that he was tugging for me. You know, like 
I, of course, you know, it's, it's awful to lose a parent. My children have lost a parent. I lost a parent when I was a teenager. So, it, you know, it should be a pretty easy sell, especially to me. But I yeah. wasn't feeling it. Mm. And, and that's because they were not, they were, they were just, they were just slapping it on the plate for us. Like, okay, you know what this means. Yeah. And they didn't give us, do any of the work to make us feel it. I kept feeling there are so, I think this might be a thing in maybe holiday movies, definitely Hallmark movies, but I kept feeling like there would be lines that would like set up the start of a musical number. Like, <laughs> like it's just like this time of year when the lights are all like this. And, and I, I was just like, it almost was feeling like it was going to turn into like Schmigadoon if you've seen that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That show. So yes. I thought that was funny. Oh, my uh, God. I could totally yeah. see that. I can't get enough Brigadoon jokes. Yeah. So <laughs> Who was in Schmigadoon? I want to say uh, Paul Rudd, but it's surely not. No, no, it was. It was. It's the um, uh, Keegan. Uh, Ke- yeah. Keegan Key. Oh, yeah. okay. 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 And then Cecily Strong. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, served, I served Cecily Strong at the Willard once. She's she ordered a double Don Julio. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. And she was drinking and she was... um. They were. It, she was sitting with somebody else, and they were just talking about all the SNL ca- cast members and just casually. And I was just like, "Did she turn into a drunk girl you meet at a party?" Oh no, I would have wished. Oh, that would have been would so be great. Good. So yeah, exactly. So, sad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what happens then, next? Well, the dressage song started. Well, and- yeah, we we're in a session of art therapy with smashing plates. Yes. Well, that was so funny too because he was like, "It's okay, you're allowed," and, and then. We see him and the kid is off screen. Olivia doesn't seem to know where her kid is. And then she and then he's Why just, should she? Why? And then he's just like, it's okay, you're allowed. And then he's like apparently being hesitant. And then he smashes the plate. And then mom comes around the corner and he just keeps smashing plates. Where if he was being hesitant, you think he would have seen his mom come around the corner and then really been like, Oh, I'm not supposed to, but he just keeps smashing plates. Yep. And then He's smashing them, and then he's like, we're doing art therapy. Do you want to smash some plates? And then she's like, yes, I do. Yeah. And then she smashes plates. She's like, mm, damn, that feels good. But she does and, one, and then it's like, it yeah. solved everything. Yeah, and she's like, that feels really good. I feel like a weight has been lifted. All of and my creative like, blocks are gone. Yeah. Oh, my God. Girl, you should you should try a light bulb. Those yeah. feel really good. <laughs> if I believed that for one second, I would go into my kitchen right now and smash a plate, yeah. even if it is Penzo. Yeah, yeah, it's really a nice one. But watching it, all I could think was like, somebody's got to clean this up. (laughs) And and it doesn't. I'm not even you know necessarily a you know a school custodian, perhaps just you know somebody on set. I was like (laughs) deeply disturbed by the the shattered glass. Yeah. Yeah. My feet hurt just looking at it. Yeah. But then he was like, so now what we're going to do is take our favorite pieces and make a mosaic, which I was like, okay, that's, that is cute, I guess. Yeah. But like, I just thought it was funny that she, she came fingers. in. Yeah. She came in, smashed one plate and then was like, I've got it and left. And it was like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But also saying now we're going to make a mosaic out of it is a little bit like playing 52 card pickup. Yeah. It's also a little bit like playing the quiet game. It's kind of a trick. Right. It's kind of like, <laughs> ha ha, we're going to play the game where it's punishment. Wait, you and- figured that out, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Finally figured the quiet game out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's just like, and then that's when, and I was wrapping presents when, when I was watching this part. <laughs> and then like, so when it happened, I was a little bit tuned out. And then your song started and I genuinely, like, I am not saying this to bullshit. I promise you, (laughs) I was, my attention completely shifted back in. And I was just like, whoa, 
And I just kind of had a moment of just like, that's way too fucking cool for homework. <laughs> I just felt like that is so, because I mean, wait, how many movies have we watched? I mean, like literally like we've watched like 22 movies in the last like mo- like six weeks. And they never have such a cool song. It's always just like, Colby Calais core. It's all and it's just like (laughs) and I know that this isn't like a song that you would maybe call your pride and joy but like (laughs) nope this song isn't like the top of your resume but like it is still really elevated for Hallmark and it was elevated it was noticeably good and I just want to add and this is not to take away from Keely but um but that that uh, not this year, but last Adam, my boyfriend and I were watching and he was like, cause I'd be like, what is this song? It sounds familiar. And he's like, no, no, no. They've, they've, they've started getting good music. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they've started obviously commissioning good music or, or obviously, you know, more about the business, but that's how we thought of it. Yeah. So I feel like there's like one person Every once in a while there who knows what they're music. doing. It's not all the time. So that's why I'm yeah. saying it's not diminishing Keely. But it is that they have one is, music supervisor also, who's reaching high. <laughs> well, also, and also for the listeners, we're not just, you know, we're not just kissing your ass. It was a legit good song. It was a noticeably good song. And yeah. somebody knows what they're doing because somebody's got an ear, yeah. if yeah. not an eye. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So that was a good song. I mean, thank you. It's, yeah, it's funny. You, you can definitely tell it was like the. Like you, you can kind of tell different types. So what this is is called sync, music sync, synchronization to to media, basically mm-hmm. music. And and so like I have, you know, I have my my artist project that I like produce, I compose, but I also have had just a long career of like writing songs for the purpose of being in film and TV. And in that world, like there are things that work. And especially when you're like, I'm writing a Christmas song, like we probably wrote this my co-writers and I probably wrote it like three or four years ago. Mm. And it was like writing in the summer. We we're like, let's just write some songs for sync for Christmas. And so you're like, okay, how do I write a Christmas song that doesn't make me feel <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, just, it's like, yeah, yeah. Like you want, you need to do the things you need to say the, the Christmassy things, but you also mm-hmm. like, there's a, there's some kind of way where you're like, okay, well, I know that I'm not going to get like the most heady concepts out here because it's going to land somewhere like a Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you make it feel like it's not totally pandering for sync? Because yeah, it's funny, like from my, from my side as an artist and writer, you know, having relationships with supervisors, they like, I guess maybe unless you're in sort of these like lower tier production value type Hallmark channel spaces Mm -hmm. like the supervisors will sniff out songs pandering to sync and they like Mm -hmm. don't want it so that's why you see you know euphoria for example like they have really high level artist driven like cool music and that's not written for sync like that's like just generally artists doing their own thing and Mm -hmm. so it's this funny kind of like there's all these different um echelons of of music used in different spaces and i would say hallmark is one of the more like pandering type places to write music for but i thought it was funny i i noticed the first song drop early like when i guess when she goes back to that town for the first time and i wrote down these lyrics because this is like peak (laughs) pandering sync songs it's christmas time the snow has fallen 
we're going to have a good time together. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, oh, God. Um, But also, not no shade to that person because, like, they're they're getting their paycheck, you know? But it did feel like in this film, I got to have a song. Well, it was, like, a long use, too. It's, like, a minute and 20-second montage. Um, Mm -hmm. So, like, they're not going to pick something that doesn't kind of stand out or at least hold its own a bit. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it pro- I would guess that in every one of these films there's probably a song like that that is like not does it's it's like a little better than, you know, back the highlighted music. one. Yeah. That's interesting. I wish we'd had this conversation earlier so that I could have listened for it. Well, cuz I didn't notice any moving terrible. forward on anything, yeah. uh, you mm-hmm. know. It's just funny to like especially with holiday songs just like just listen to the lyrics and you'd be like, really? Well, it's funny, too, because Jack did some some recording where he was just hired to come sing other people's songs that were just written for sync licensing, where they're just like, I'm here to party all oh, night yeah. for the song of the summer. <laughs> and they're just yeah. like, and then you watch like Love is Blind and then they're just like selling song- sunset. Yeah. Like, Work, bitch. Get my money. Like, yeah. All that stuff. <laughs> they're just nonsense. They're just AI generated yeah. lyrics. You can hear that they're meant to sound like other songs but that they can't afford it. Because that's the other thing you're talking about. Like, you know, I mean, Richie obviously makes tra- trailers for a living and they're like, we want a song that sounds like the Beatles and then we want it mashed up with Nicki Minaj, but we can't afford either of them. Yeah. So then we want to pay. We want someone like Keely to do it. But we want it to be this and we can only afford to pay her this much. And it's yep. like it's like it's crazy. Like all of the music stuff is insane. And then yeah. Hallmark comes in and they're just like, and make it Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I it's know. funny because I don't I haven't in general with with the the few songs that have been standouts to me where I've I've what my thought has been was, what is this song? Do I know this song? And mm-hmm. it, and and like I said, it turns out I don't. So but it's not because it sounds like something else. They just sound like real, real songs. Like you're, yeah. They're not like it's Christmas time and we're gonna have a snowball fight. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, it's like they 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 stand up in sort of like a competitive market of yeah. whatever Christmas songs sound like that sound like something you might hear from you know yeah. your own choices of hearing something. So imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with bowl and branches organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96 percent replied that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15 percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That's that's yeah. a really interesting way to do things. Does that work for commercials and stuff like that too, or is it primarily movies? 
Yeah, I mean, I like I work. I I would say most of my background in sync is in ads. Um, I've done a lot of like Apple commercials and like wow. sort of more of the like high end tech space. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like Jeep. Uh, I don't know. I've also sung on like Polly Pocket commercials or like a million <laughs> different things. So really, oh yeah, yeah. I love the song you did for Better Call Saul. That was oh, thank really you. Cool yeah, song. and that that's a really great example of sort of this world where like. You know, for this song, I'm not using my artist name because I'm not going to release it. I'm not going to say it. Mm-hmm. At, like, it's not a dressage right. song. But, like, I just made it as a Keely Bumford song, which is fine mm-hmm. because, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what Jack did when he did when he sang the – Yeah. He did it as Jack Harbo. He didn't yeah. do it as Thalo. Yeah. And that's the cool thing is that you can kind of, like – you can have this brand that you're like, okay, well, I will put this on this, but I won't put it on other places. And mm-hmm. specifically with Better Call Saul, they already had this um, Harry Nielsen song cleared, the publishing cleared. They knew they wanted a cover of uh-huh. and they wanted like a male female duet, but they wanted a really cool like artist take on it. And the, obviously that show is very tastemakery cool. Yeah. So uh-huh. it really made sense for me to do it. And that was a that was like a spec. Well, yeah, it was a spec thing actually, but that felt worth trying for. Oh, definitely, it was like, yeah, yeah. It was like a five-minute montage. So, um, so yeah, that was a really unique situation where they were like, "We want, like, you know, they went to my reps and were like, we want a really cool artist take on this,' and like they pitched me and they agreed on like my whatever I've done as as an artist to like do a version of this song, and that's really cool because then when that airs, you know, I can see that there's like 200,000 Shazams of it within the first month. And like, oh, that's so cool. really, you know, that's like really strong data to show me yeah. where people are, are, it's just like, it's, it takes effort to be like, I like this. What is this? You know? And that's exactly, that's exactly the kind of way that I find music too, is like hearing it in something like in a trailer yeah. or in an ad like that. And just being like, oh my God, this song's sick. And just yeah, being like, totally. I want it. Yeah. Or it's, in a movie or something. It's so invaluable for artists. And so for me, like when I get to be really truly my fullest artistic self and still fit in a place that like makes me money and has reach like that, that's like the yeah. best situation. But then there's all these other versions where it's like, we want Nicki Minaj, Beatles, <laughs> M&M, like give us give that. Give us that. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I will do that for my rent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Right. Oh my God. Do, I dare you. Yeah, I mean, let's, I sorry, make it Christmas, done. and I dare you. Oh my God! No, the song nobody ever asked for. Hilarious. Well, so oh we did learn something interesting from this episode, yes. as and it then, turns out. And I have to say, like the um, my my rep at my publisher was like so great with it. He said he got two Christmas. I I I need to clarify. He said he got InSync and me Christmas sinks this year and oh I'm like, that was the sync one in uh in holiday there? hotline okay okay so i just... guarantee you it was a very different fee <laughs> but oh my oh. god that's incredibly funny too because so funny. i called it out when it came out you okay sure that's so funny because when it came out i said this specifically because of all the stuff i know from talking to like to you and richie and stuff because when it came out i was like okay when it when that when that sync needle drop came out i specifically said I can appreciate that some music supervisor fought really hard for yeah. this song because they wanted they knew they really wanted this song and then the Britney Spears memoir dropped now no one ever wants to hear from, hear from Justin Timberlake again. That's so funny. You said but exactly I like, that. I said exactly that. I said but I can appreciate that this millennial mu- music supervisor probably worked really really hard to yeah. get this so I'm happy to hear it. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, and honestly, that probably took up like all of the budget of yeah. the music. For, totally. Like, in an in sync. I I don't know. It's just funny. I was like, he was like, yeah, I got those. Were like the two Hallmark holiday. That's so funny. Yeah. So Derek, oh <laughs> um, shout out Derek. He is awesome. I love working with him. And then also the supervisor that I worked with, at least for this one on the Hallmark side, was lovely. So yeah. I. It's a great experience but yeah it is it is funny to see it's always funny to see like what they do with your songs when all i see is just like email and like contracts of like yes we approve and this is mm-hmm. the use etc um yeah yeah the nitty-gritty so behind get, creative is funny if yeah. they get a familiar song um that that generally would indicate budget for the film wouldn't it like if it opens yeah. with elvis or in oh, the case yeah. of my movie it had Johnny Mathis's most wonderful time of the year, yes. which is great because it's my dear friend Lucinda's favorite singer. Oh, but yeah. um, but so yeah, so usually they don't start with with an Elvis or a Dean Martin. So that's that is not cheap, huh? No, definitely not. <laughs> and I would say that like for a sh- for a a production like a Hallmark movie, getting a an in sync song in there is actually I feel like pretty unique. I feel like they wouldn't usually be spending. Yeah. It seems ambitious, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So. Yeah. And and I would have said, like, really kind of, kind of, I don't even know. It would have been a cool addition if it weren't for, as you point out, the Britney memoir. It just, I mean. I mean, this wait, a, what, did who that one come out before predicted? the Britney memoir? I'm sure they landed the yeah, needle sure. drop and made all that happen. And then that, ha- and then the memoir came out. Everything because, was kind of. And then the movie, and then the movie came out like the like the 17th or something of November. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> well, that memoir is great though. I listened to it. I loved it. Yeah. I listened to it too. Hearing Michelle uh, Williams quote, <laughs> quote Snoop Dogg was pretty something. <laughs> yeah. Was, I think and I'm quote Justin to Timberlake that. speaking that way was pretty impressive. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that scene was crazy, and well, really, and she got so much done in in this little montage. She was which like, oh, she needed to because yeah, a week and she a half. Was, thank you, Keely, for making the movie move. <laughs> You're welcome. For real, because she really needed to get a lot done. Because a week and a half to do an entire mural like that is insane. It's never going to happen. Like yeah. that, unless you are doing entirely abstract work, it's never going to happen. And then they get Thai food and eat it out of Chinese food containers. Um, and then he says, I don't want to have kids because I'm going to die one day. And then yeah, okay. <laughs> she's walking around with her nameless best friend who's like, that sounds like a really heavy conversation, which is the first time in a Hallmark movie that it's acknowledged that a conversation sounds really unpleasant and maybe not like a super festive one. <laughs> and then in the next conversation, um, Olivia is talking to her son and she's like, Hey kiddo, I know that this Christmas has been has, this Christmas so far has so far been and then I thought she was going to say really heavy and then she says a lot of fun. <laughs> and I was like the best win. win ever. Yeah. I was like when the fuck was it fun? My god. Like when was the sledding or snowman building or cookie dough eating? Like I didn't see any of that. So I don't know. And then She was like, what do you think about moving here for a little while? And I thought he was going to be elated. And he just like "Mm, glumly like shrugs like he's not excited. Like there's there's no mirth. There's no joy. Yeah, (laughs) there's nothing. And then she's just like, I don't know. It's just awful. And then and then he then Will comes over and then 
Olivia's like, mom, I wish you'd talk to me. And then her mom's like, I didn't know. Did I do that? I didn't know. And she's just like, I didn't know. I didn't know. You didn't want me to. And then she's just like, you're up to something. And then after dinner, she's like, well, I've got to call it a night. I got to put this kid to bed. And then her mom's like, I'll put him to bed. You stay out here with Will. And she's like, no, really. And she's like, just stay out here with Will. (laughs) And it's just like, God, mom, just let her go to bed. She's like begging you. And then she's out there and then Will kisses her and she doesn't want that to happen either. <laughs> like she just doesn't want any of this. And then he, she stops him and is like, no, please. Like, I don't, I don't want this. And then it's just, it's so awkward. And then like, it, basically the movie like winds down from here. She finally finished, figures out what she wants to do. And so she's like, I don't really know how to finish the Christmas mural. She's like, I'm, hoping to have it finished by the unveiling tomorrow is like, you're hoping to like, you better finish it by the unveiling. Yeah. This unpaid job you did. Yeah. <laughs> and then she like, she finally, she finally figures it out, I guess. And then she asks the, the guy who really should have been <laughs> the love interest the entire time. who was much more charming that his nameless best friend. She asks him to find will. Yeah. Cause she has no way of getting in contact with him. Apparently. And she's just like, can you make sure that he's there at the unveiling tomorrow? And then they have the unveiling and then she gives a dramatic speech, which she doesn't really seem like a speech giver. And then they're like, she's like, here's the mural. And then they never even show it properly. There's like people in front of it. Yeah. So you never even see it. Yeah. No, I mean, it looked kind of nice. I have to say as far as- I thought as, it was going to be much worse. Yes, exactly. But I also thought it was really unusual for the mural- <laughs> quote unquote mural now, to be several panels of what I think was canvas on an outdoor wall. Right. I was confused. Is that that ever done? Situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as soon as they were putting up the wood, I was like, what's this now? And then I like they were putting up the the, like, I'm not sure that's a bad idea. I I can't I can't say that I wanted them to ruin that brick siding, but (laughs) no, but I thought maybe they were putting up like laid concrete or something at first. And I Uh, was like, that's never going to dry in time or plaster or something. And I was like, maybe something, but no canvas. I don't know. It was a mess, but, (laughs) but they put that, they, they put up the canvas, which is just going to warp instantly. Yep. And as one of my really expensive canvases in the other room that I'm just going to sacrifice when I move in six weeks can tell you, um, Uh, and yeah, it was not hideous. I will say it was not the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Perfectly fine for a little New England town. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she gets up there and she's like, there's somebody I want to thank. And besides thanking my meddling, awful mother who just like forced me to, she also had confronted her mother somewhere in here, like towards the end where she's just like, mom, like. I didn't want anything that you made me do. And her mom just like m- manipulates her into thinking it was all fine. And she's like, I guess you're right. And then yeah. like, she thanks <laughs> her publicly because she, because yeah, because she's like been gaslit into thinking it's all fine. And then she shows the the thing and then she thanks Will and gives up all her power. And <laughs> it's like, it accepts that like, she doesn't actually deserve credit for, for the mural that she painted. And she's just like, I couldn't have done it without him, which in this context made it seem like, she just, you know, wouldn't, I, know. I wouldn't you have wouldn't. done it without him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And then the movie's over and I was extremely grateful. I, <sighs> yeah. Well, and, uh, and in the end she decides, they decide to like stay for new year's and most likely move to yeah. this town because. Oh yeah. 
now she has this like art space that she can have good rent on or something. I don't even know. Actually, I did think that was cool though. I mean, like I was like, oh God, somebody showed me to a, you know, a beautiful quaint space. This is where you write from now on for free. I would have been like, is there a shower here? Like, can I cook? (laughs) Can I do like all of my (laughs) big utility bills here? But But that's the thing is that it wasn't like, the thing is, is that a lot of these movies, like she was reluctant to move there. It wasn't really wish fulfillment. They wouldn't even just make it clean wish fulfillment of like, God, I mean, I've been really dying to get out of the city, but I don't really know that I can do that because he, because of all these logistics. But, Wouldn't you know, that if be I could. Interesting? They just that would never, have been, That yeah. would be such a cool twist too, though. Like, I really want to go back to this small town or go to this small town. But, you know, industry being what it famously is in small towns, there is, there is none. There yeah. are no jobs. So that would just be a retirement option. So, I mean, I yeah. think it's perfectly fair to aspire to move to a, a quaint small town. Instead, she just didn't want to, and then she does. Yeah. Eh. Mm. Oh, my God. All right, well, this is when I ask the obvious. Did Don't. you like this movie? <laughs> Did you like this movie? I really, really actively disliked this movie. Oh. How about you, Keely? Um, I mean, it's funny, because I think that I thought Hallmark movies would be so god-awful, so I think I was bracing for something, like, way, way, way worse, so I was actually like, oh, okay, like, guess, I felt very neutral about it. I mean, no, I didn't like it, I wouldn't watch it again, but I definitely was like, (laughs) the answer is no, but I was like, oh, like, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's really interesting. what did you think that they were? (laughs) I think I thought that that the, like... I think I thought that the production budget would be uh, like a lot more obviously awful. Also, they like mm. they didn't have like there wasn't anything really crazy to pull off, you know. In this, mm-hmm. it was a very like town and stores and alleyway and yeah. homes. Um, yeah, but yeah, I thought I think I thought the that the writing would be a lot more just like in your face bad. Yeah, but it was. I don't know how great. Yeah, it was grage. That's grage. That's a fair assessment. But also, I have a friend that's a writer, and she's done like, you know, rewrites and things for Hallmark movies because it's like, it's it pays pays the bills stuff. Mm -hmm. And she has told me many times that like it's just it just gets turned into something so different because it's like it has to you know so. I also like you just can't even blame writers with these types of things because I think it's no. like being well. No, there's somebody out there. Of, yeah. yeah, they used um, one of my books as the basis, and then there was Rick Garman wrote it, and I thought he did a good enough job that um, I looked up his other movies because I was like, oh, he's pretty good. But there were some things that I, I mean, it changed significantly from my book. But then I heard him interviewed, and he said. I, I don't know. There's like there's some like vampire council that's like the last word <laughs> that oh, does sure. the final changing, and 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 I think that that a lot of writers are victims of that. So I am yeah. not. I am. I am never necessarily dissing the writers that we we. I would praise the writers. Like when I look up a writer because a movie's great, I will look up the rest of their movies. Mm-hmm. If a movie's bad, I won't necessarily say it is their fault. No, but somebody at Hallmark. Oh, for sure. Keeps making these things suck. But it's like that even like when I'm doing music for, you know, a brand, whatever it is, it's like there's just – it's like it just gets changed to something. More cowbell? Yeah, yeah. Like for the creative, it's usually just like not what felt the coolest to you at first, you know. Uh But that's just what – that's what making art and capitalism is. (laughs) Yeah. Right. 
What about you, Paige? What did you think? Oh, it's awful. Yeah, didn't like a it. A bad movie. I mean, this is the thing. It's like it makes me – it's so hard when you have a guest on – because that especially somebody who ha- hasn't had a ton of experience with watching because you're like suddenly it's like I don't know now I feel like I have to make you watch a good one or a really bad one it's like I don't know like I had my childhood best friend on here and I was just like I want to have her on again but I'm like do I make you watch one that's even worse so that we can talk sh- super shit or do I have you watch one that's really good and beautiful that's like because there are ones that are like yeah. really escapist and beautiful that are like yeah. Oh, that's why we do this. We do this for the wonderful. hope. And 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 I think you could like pretty, you know, like inarguably say even the bad movies do 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 a fair job of like if you had them on pause on your TV while you're doing other things, it would look like Christmas decor. Yeah. Like they do a pretty good job of warm yeah, lights. And, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. I described him as being a Yule log because That's like, a great description. Because the thing is, some of them are, like, so beautiful, but, like, I didn't even think this one was pretty. Like, I felt like it took, it all took place in, like, a church bathroom. Like, it just didn't, (laughs) like, look pretty. It just wasn't nice. I mean, ugh, I don't know. It's just, like, I'm I'm glad that it was better than you expected in a way. I don't know. It's just, like, I'm just so, it's so sad that it's the most, I would say this is the most boring one of the season. Yeah. Um, And I'm so sad that I made it happen to a friend. (laughs) No, but I had some skin in the game because, you know, I had the song. So Exactly. You did, exactly. Yes. If yeah. this had been one that, like, I, I mean, I never would have just, like. <laughs> Come on, let's talk about our Christmas mural. Yeah, if it wasn't one you'd had, I would have just, like, put you on a different one, obviously. <laughs> well, we will make some recommendations if you should feel yes. like trying. I do. I told, I told Paige I want to see good ones. Yeah, yeah it's like. Summit is it is really good. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. It's, that, that one's just, like, if you just want to watch, like, a great comedy, like a great Christmas comedy. That one's hilarious and Did great that one and come like out fun. This year, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That one, that one was so great. Like I thought it was gonna be awful. Well, we all thought it was gonna be awful. Like I couldn't even watch the trailer. I was like, do we have to watch that one? That was the one where I was like, oh my god. And then Beth, Jack, and I watched that one together. It's the only one we watched together, and we watched it together. Jack and I were in tears at the end. Like we were mm-hmm. cracking up the entire time, like laughing aloud. We were in tears at the end. Genuine tears. Genuine tears. I was dying. I was crying. And then we were drunk. And then we were like, should we just record the podcast? In the Mm. middle of the night, we recorded the podcast. It was, we just had so much fun. Like, that was just the best one. I loved that one. But that one's like a great comedy. And then I have some like great ones that are just like a My Norwegian Holiday was a a beautiful middle of the night, can't get to sleep kind of watch. And it had a good plot. And then we haven't talked about some Summer Villa, which is old and not Christmas. But, you know, Hallmark can do it, man. They can do it. They should yeah. just always do it. Yeah. Why well, not? the volume. It's the, man, quantity That's over quality. Thing. Yeah. I know, but I just, I don't, I refuse to believe they can't find good plots, good mm-hmm. writers, good good new I think they have good writers I think that they just run it through like you said I think they run it through a Play-Doh machine and then it just Mm -hmm. comes out something different I know but how many times and this will come up again in this season but how many times are we going to do the he or she is a reporter there to report on his or her you know family Christmas business and the wrong article is published and it's insulting and then just (laughs) 11 minute mark we're like I you betrayed me I didn't mean to. Here's the real article. That exact thing has happened so many times. It's just like, ugh. 
That's great. I didn't even know when that one was coming up, but it is so tired, and I am so tired of it. So how would you fix it, Mommy? Can't. I think this is the worst Hallmark movie I've ever seen, and I <laughs> saw the Mariah Carey one. That one oh. at least was Mariah. fun and funny. Yeah. yeah. And, well, and uh, well, that was starring Folger's Coffee. Yeah. And also Hats Off to Christmas, where they had a Christmas hat shop. Yes. And it was not doing well, so the only answer was to open another one. Yeah. Mm. Make it a chain. But um, no, I think this was so bad that I can't, I, I honestly can't say there was anything in it that was worth pursuing. No. Uh, what about you, Paige? Did you see anything? Nope. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Keely? No. I mean, I don't want to watch a movie about murals. <laughs> no. No. Well, a movie about murals might have been better than this. Yeah, true. Right. This wasn't even really a mural. This was just an outdoor collection of canvases. <laughs> yeah, this was yeah. just an alley movie. <laughs> and this was a movie about boring people semi <laughs> trying to find companionship <sighs> in a cute town. Nightmare Before Christmas Alley would have been a great title for mm, this too. There yeah. we go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, sp- speaking of nightmares. Speaking of nightmares, that brings us to our Instagram. <laughs> uh, you can find us at Nameless Best Friends. And uh, I'll link everybody's Instagrams, and you can follow. You want to you want to be followed on Instagram? Sure, yeah. You can follow me at Dressage Music. It's D R E S A G E Music. And um, and you just had you just had yeah. an EP drop, right? I did. Yeah, I put out an EP in October, and I am working on a record. But yeah, EP. There's a lot of different things. I love that EP. It's thank great. You. And we can find that on. All streaming services. Yeah. It's called The Hell We Made. Oh, it's so Love good. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plastique is such a bop. Thank you. Mommy, were you listening to it yesterday? Because it started playing on Jack's Spotify. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yes. I was trying. Jack Sorry. was like, did you, did Jack was like, did you hijack English. me? He, Jack was no. like, did you hijack me? Because, because dressage just started coming out of my speakers. And then he was just like, the song's a bop though. And I was like, is it plastique? And he's like, yes. Yeah. Jack was it like, was this me. Song is great. I was like, oh my <laughs> God, that was so frustrating. Okay. So I got a, a new computer and then Jack was the first one to go on Spotify on it. Cause I've only had it for a couple of weeks. So you sent me the link page and I was like, okay, now I'm going to listen to Keely. And I see it's playing and I can't hear it. And I'm like, looking every <laughs> fucking button. I'm so pissed off. And it took way too long for Jack to say, I guess he went to you first, yeah. which would have been the, the logical thing. He's like, I think you. <laughs> <laughs> but by then I was like, I hated life so much that I, <laughs> I'm going to listen tonight when I'm in a slightly better mood. But yes, I, I really tried. And uh, so I. I do think that's Technical interesting, though, that you can sign it to somebody else's Spotify yeah, and like funny. direct <laughs> direct their thoughts. I should start doing your- that. I'll just make people <laughs> listen to my music that way. Exactly. Oh, that's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Keely. Thanks I'm sorry about everything Loved having you. Uh, this movie. Sorry it sucks. <laughs> that's okay. No, it was really fun. I, I'm a fan of, of all that you guys are doing, and I think that I'm ex- – yeah, I just – I send your – literally your Instagram reels to everybody because I'm just – Oh, my God. <laughs> That's well, so they're funny. hysterical. And we're our do one page. I know. I have one I'm releasing tomorrow. So oh, good. I can't wait. Uh, um, n- next time, if there's ever a movie queen. about <laughs> if there's ever a movie about someone doing sync licensing, we know who yeah. to invite on the pod. Oh yeah. <laughs> or we know what to write as a movie. Yeah. That's actually, yeah, I would that would be interesting to hear. Well, I feel like there's probably been maybe not though, like a music supervisor take. I feel there's been like radio DJs and like 
producers, but I don't know that there's been like a no, music No, I think I think there's probably just basically been music teachers and yeah. artists yeah. and photographers. I don't think they dig that deep, but it's <laughs> time. So it's, let's well, it's do like it. how, it's like how there's only one movie about people who make trailers and it's the holiday and it's Cameron Diaz. Right. And that's yeah. the best movie ever. And oh, I didn't even pick up ever. on that. She did trailers. That's cute. Yeah, exactly. And Hans Zimmer did that score, which is ridiculous to me. It's crazy. Like wh- oh what? <laughs> yeah, what a what a mashup of heroes. Oh <laughs> uh, well, Nancy yeah. Myers is the hero. Yes, of everything oh. that she does, as far as I'm oh concerned. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, bye, guys. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye.